Hey, it's Andy. We're starting the podcast off by saying, I guess an audio gremlin grabbed the podcast this week. Not really sure how or why, but we lost about the first 15, 20 minutes. It's an issue that I've never seen before. Of course, we really haven't talked about audio issues in a while on this show, but uh, there's so many parts and pieces to audio setups between three computers over a distance and programs that don't interact well with each other and Windows 11 and all these things that we don't talk about anymore. But they still happen behind the scenes, and this time they really cost us. So you'll hear a little recap of what went down. But uh, yeah, it's unfortunate. And uh, one day we'll figure it out. Um. Okay, well... Uh, I think it's because we made fun of AI last episode at 374 episodes of We Were Gamers and said that um, we were going to sue them because of all the, you know, stealing of our voices or whatever through Spotify and that if it generated an episode, it would just be about audio issues. Um <laughs> That last part still feels true. I think so, still I want to make fun of AI and say that that we should sue them, but I don't know. The the last part is a little real now. Yeah, so we cool. We we just lost like 20 minutes of an episode probably. We'll see. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> so They wouldn't be able to tell if you hadn't said anything. No, they'd be I mean it they probably I mean I guess we don't have time to start over. I just wonder why the episode is so short this week. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um. So we'll hit the highlights here, huh? JJ. I mean the the highlight here is video games were played. I think video that's games an important were thing to say. Yeah. Tetris ninety nine still good. Michael, yep. Yeah, Michael said, uh, "Andy, you should play Tetris ninety nine again. I can place top 20. It's still good. I don't think they're using bots to fill the lobbies. I haven't tried F zero ninety nine yet, uh, I but like I you do play F zero ninety nine this weekend and tell us if that's good. I'm gonna play F zero ninety nine. I already wrote it down, and I the the big thing about that is like in the last couple of weeks of getting stuck at home multiple times and like um playing games with the kids. Like I got that Pokemon Arce- Arceus Arceus, yeah game out to try with them and i just sort of let them make the decisions and i play the game while they tell me what to do and name things and whatever uh i miss playing my switch as much as i i haven't really played my switch in the last year so that was a good revelation moving on from that i'm excited for that mario wonder game i think i might try and do some co-op with that with me and the um the wife you know i'm glad you mentioned it i watched another trailer for that and uh your biggest gripe with the most recent marios was the like poppy uh city city pop music style with the like uber cutesy mario i think the thing i hated specifically about new super mario brothers is that they would say wah all the time uh i hate that a lot you may you may be disappointed (laughs) watching that new trailer But it's it's cool though because badges. I don't yeah. know that the art style is the thing I don't like about those games. The thing oh. I don't like is the like constant design everywhere of like all the flowers are all singing, 
all the ta- all oh. the characters are all singing the sound is the same sound <laughs> literally this game is about a talking flower bud <laughs> yeah, but it's a flower and it doesn't say the words wah in tone with the song that it's no. playing in the background it's, only and nothing else instead that's it's, all this instead I, it's a, a huge something else is already better that's like it's a yes, hugely anachronistic like flower that's just like hey guy what's going on in the middle of a mario game i, I don't know how that's any weirder than turning into an elephant so. i don't i don't think it's weirder <laughs> i'm just i don't want you to get your hopes too up is what i'm saying I, i'm not looking for like a dark gritty mario that's not like what <laughs> i that's not the snl you don't yeah. want snl i yeah. want i, don't, I, I don't, want that don't need mario dying on the on the street trying to look for his next hit you know i like, want that's not I'm, what i'm here for it's a me it's a me i'm uh you know i i'd like a good platforming experience uh and maybe one that doesn't cause a fracture in my marriage that would be a benefit to me. To me. <laughs> Report back. Uh, to you guys played. Did you guys play that other one in co-op? Yeah, it's horrible. The game is infuriating. I to, yeah, I couldn't play it with my kids. We all just ended up killing each other. Yeah. So I'm hoping for not so much of in, that. In the game. Clarify, Andy. In the game. <laughs> I mean, I'm well. speaking to you, so. <laughs> yes, in the game, uh, the popping of bubbles was a problem. People would pop them while you were over a hole in the ground. All right. Wow. Uh, Baldur's Gate was a game that was played that we were already discussing. And uh, it sounds like alignments aren't a thing anymore. Nope. Not a thing. And uh, people... I want to know what the decision table looks like for that game. Considering you can generate your own allies and have story-based allies. Just everything being their own independent decision instead of going off of some sort of like matrix I, of i have to assume it's not so much a table as a web <laughs> yeah that's and gotta I, be a nightmare I, I can't imagine that it is even a thing that you could visualize without five dimensional space or something yeah have you gotten to chapter three yet or are you still kind of earlier in the game i'm in act one okay let us know when you're in act three don't, okay. I mean, talk about the game before then, but but remember to talk about it once you're in Act Three. I'm curious about some things. Okay, well, not story I, related I, things. Got it. Yeah, I'm not in Act Three. I'm in Act One. Um, yeah. I can definitely say, you know, I mean, it's like a really good looking game. I'm enjoying it. I I really talked about the last podcast that it really felt like D and D, like I was doing a little tabletop adventure. Mm-hmm. And it really has continued to have that kind of feeling, right? Where you're like you. You know, like I went to, I ended up in the Underdark. Spoiler, you go to the Underdark. And it's like, you know, that everything has like weird mushrooms and it's all like underground kind of lit hazy colors because it's like glowing lumen, bioluminescence and stuff like that. And, you know, you're walking along and it's like, oh, these are like mushroom people over here. <laughs> sure. That seems like a thing that would exist underground, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then you can have like a whole adventure with the mushroom people. And then there's like underground dwarves over here and they're at war with the mushroom people for, you know, reasons. Got to figure out what's up with that. And there's these people over here, the dark elves got to do stuff with them. And it's all really feels like just wandering around the the map everywhere you go. You're like running into little fun D and D instances of like things that you can play around with. And there's probably more ways to solve them than I'm approaching. Yeah. Really cool. 
I got a big question for all of us when it comes to games because a big, uh, a little thing happened that turned into a big thing on Reddit. Uh, oh. and, and in the news cycle, I think as well, because I, I believe JJ, you were on the forefront of this and people are still discovering that armored core is a pretty good game. Armored core mm-hmm. six to be specific. And, uh, as the year begins to wane and the big games have launched, right? Tears of the kingdoms is out. All the big games are out. Uh, Starfield's out. What's left? Anything big left? I don't think anything huge is left, is there? Uh, I mean, Mario Wonder, there's uh, Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2, sure. Uh, I think, like, is football out for this season? I guess it probably already came out. Uh, But but the big contenders maybe for... um, Call of Duty come out this year yet? I don't even care. <laughs> Spider-Man might Assassin's be... Creed is coming out soon. The so, new yeah, Assassin's like, Creed's out. Is coming out this month. New sure. Assassin's Creed's out now, I think. Okay. M- Mirage? Sure. I think that's what yeah, it's called, right? I think so. Yeah, could, I think that launched... easily make me believe that's the name of an Assassin's Creed game. That launched this past weekend. Uh, so the only big one left for, like, contenders, right, would be Spider-Man. Um... So people are starting to get through the like, oh, I got to play these games that, you know, for review and whatever. And anyway, (laughs) uh, it begs a question, some stuff that happened this weekend. And I think without really getting too deep into it specifically, a game is is the product of its creator. And if something unintended happened, uh, I understand patching a game after launch uh multiplayer games need patches all the time to kind of reset people's expectations quote unquote the meta as it were right and it turns Mm -hmm. out single player games can have a meta as well huh jj yeah yeah i mean the it's a weird thing too because you're specifically talking about armored core there is a multiplayer component to that game too I see. Okay. And specifically a PVP component, right? Which I think and is probably one of the issues. So that must be one of the issues then of why they would it, have. It can't, the, it can't the, not be one of the issues, but yes. I think also, I think they also did it for single player reasons as well. Cause I can't imagine at least the, one of the builds that I was using in that game that got heavily nerfed. They couldn't have not, <laughs> They must have been targeting that build because it's like both of the weapons that I used, right? And I was using it because it was really brokenly good. So, like, extremely powerful. It's interesting you brought up Call of Duty because in the past they've done this where the the single-player mode is just sort of whatever. The game is tuned to the guns as they were, so the changes will only happen for the multiplayer mode. Right, so like the the changes yeah. in a balance patch only hit multiplayer because the single player mode doesn't matter in those instances, right? Like they know that one bullet does what it's supposed to do in that mode for that game specifically. Right. Um, I assume Armored Core works differently, but uh, people were pretty upset. Like, you know, my build they nerfed my build for the, the game, and now I can't do the bosses I used to do. And why are they touching single player? after the game's out for something that isn't a bug. Clearly it was intended that these would be good, but now they're changing the game. 
I don't feel strongly about this, but I was very taken aback by how strongly and cohesively it seemed like a lot of people in the community around the game seemed to be very upset about it. And I ended up with the question to myself of like, well, should should they touch the single player component after it's out? Unless something's like broken, like doesn't work correctly. Like, hey, the missile pods don't actually do any damage. We need to fix that. Versus like, oh, that gun was too good. Like, they tested it. Uh, maybe the multiplayer, they decided later they wanted it balanced differently. But single single player, they didn't test it. Nobody at FromSoft uh, said, this is the build. I think that uh, two things can happen at the same time. Firstly, they can decide that certain combinations of things are better than they expected them to be. Right? I, I like, think... Oh, we we looked at numbers on a spreadsheet and this seemed like it would be strong, but we didn't think it was going to be this strong, mm. right? And also, you can see those things and then see them applied in PvP and go, okay, this cannot stay. We yeah. must change it because this thing is way too powerful. And for folks who were like, I can't believe they're changing the single player, did you play any of the Dark Souls games, all of whom got PvE nerfs every time they changed PvP things? Probably and like, not things that were very okay fair i guess the mecha <laughs> genre is not exactly the same as the dark souls stuff but this is exactly what happened in those games as well pvp is a big component of those dark souls games where like you know you could summon or get summoned into other people's worlds and then fight other characters right there was a whole thing and there'd be whole metas involving weapons and armors and all spells and blah 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 and they would event they would every so often come around and nerf a bunch of stuff, right? Or buff certain things and take certain other things and, you know, all that kind of stuff happens. Or like, oh, this is a glitch with this spell that made it hit six times instead of three. And then obviously that makes it way more powerful, right? Yeah. And so people are like, you're nerfing my build in PvE. Why am I getting in trouble for this? But it's like, it was only supposed to hit three times there too. It's the <laughs> same. Like it's, yeah. the weapon is the weapon, right? So if we nerf it, you should be able to expect the weapon to do the same thing in both places. The sword hits for this much damage if the sword is in PvE or PvP. Yeah, again, they could, I don't know that that's they could right. split it. Uh, they, could they could split it. Um, right. And I don't know that it's right that they do that, but that is what they do. Well, I, think so, it's, yeah, I think it's... From Soft specifically. I think it's specific. I mean, if you get to down to like what's right, I mean, they own... They own the game. They can do whatever they want to the game. Right. No, no I mean, like, uh, sorry. Right is the wrong word. Uh, is the appropriate way to do this sort of multiplayer single player balanced thing right yeah so because like i was saying you were right, the Call they of could Duty split one. it up yeah they you could it. have a gun do different damages in the different modes maybe that would be fine but they choose not to for whatever the reasons are could yeah. i think reasonable people could have differences there michael you don't um, play a ton of multiplayer games have you run into this issue of like uh i came back to this game and things have changed or something uh, I was trying to think about that. Um, no, nothing that isn't nothing that is on this. I would say this kind of an intermediate level, right? Usually the changes are either like smaller things. They're rebalancing their small patches behind the scenes or they are much more major um, like. Systematic changes, and I'm thinking of something like um, dead cells. Oh, um, yeah. Where they come back and like make major changes to to Dead Cells uh, is a good example of what I was thinking about, which is like if a if a George Lucas 
25 years later decides that the movies weren't the movies right and like you could look at games when we were younger like uh, the cartridge that i was shipped is the cartridge that i play on even with the switch now you plug in the cartridge and it downloads an update right and it patches the game but like those game boy games are 1.1s or 1.0s I mean, I think there is something to be said for, you know, the Dead Cells example is perfect. You can't, unless I'm not aware, unless there's a functionality I'm not aware of, right? You can't go back and play the 1.0 version of Dead Cells anymore. It's not available. So, you know, you have have the new game as it is. And, you know, or, um, although, I don't know, WoW Classic kind of negates this, but I was just about to say, like, World of Warcraft, right? Yeah. I mean, even it, now, WoW Classic isn't, it's not vanilla isn't WoW, WoW either, anymore. right? Yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah, it's like, if I want to play 1.0 World of Warcraft as it released in 2003 when I played it in college and stayed up way too many nights in a row, right? <laughs> that game doesn't exist. Yeah. It's the, it, it it's is the Star you know, Wars it, problem, right? Like, I think uh, we are, I, I think you're touching on something, Andy, and I think it's like really close to, I think this podcast and the, the members here are just slightly too old to have encountered this problem a lot in a lot of our favorite games ever, right? Sure. Yeah. I think you might be right, yeah. Where Good like point. no one is going back and patching Chrono Trigger, except for Square Enix who releases it in a screwed up state and then it's only to like make it marginally better, right? But that's for the Chrono Trigger that you and I a have port. access to, right? Like even a port right. it, of it's it a, might change stuff a little bit. Um, but like but no like, one is going, you know, no one's going back to the Super NES and like re-releasing a new cartridge, right? Or updating the cartridge you have, right? Sure. And so we had this like a expectation, maybe is the wrong word. I don't know, like the, this sense that like the game was immutable once you got it, and that just isn't true anymore, right? It's the, the object, ooh, the the, the media object. Gonna put on my criticism <laughs> hat here. <laughs> the, the media object as it is is not fixed it's not finite it's it's malleable i'm trying and to so think you have to engage with it yeah in that way because it is what it is and you can't like undo the changes to take it back anymore i mean in some we games were... you can i guess right like some of them have the patches posted and you can just like sure. revert back to 1.0 but not not much so, these days i think everybody here really loves the original starcraft i think we all have a deep connection to that game probably in terms of our timing of game playing in the 90s <laughs> i would say so mm-hmm. uh, that was the first example i can think of at all of like things in the game have changed between now and then but it was only in the multiplayer when they would patch stuff in in to change like damage values and things like that right like oh marine rifle damage went down by one but only in multiplayer. As far as I recall. So, yeah. Even the idea that PC games in the 90s might get patched were really only centered around specific games that had multiplayer components. And even then, hardly ever. Hey, I, that's not true, right? There were definitely PC games in the 90s that would have patches. They just weren't as... You know, there were less of them, certainly, because the multiplayer component necessitated more. And I, I would say those patches are they they have to have been mostly, oh, this thing broke the game or this didn't work like it was supposed to work. 
Right. Yeah. Oh, this this dialogue never triggered, or you know, yeah. this quest was inaccessible because the door would never open, or something. Yeah. Right. Um, I, I I'm not trying to sound like a crank about it. I I think it's fine to change a game nowadays. I mean, they they ship them in a state where they're like not quite done half the time. Yeah, separate problem, right? But yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, I, I think it's like worth interrogating why people are upset about it, though. Right, it's like, well, my build, my build was, is the is the first thing right. you usually see, and you know, am I sad that they nerfed my build and like my build got very heavily nerfed? Like the two shotguns that I was using got like they torpedoed them from afar. <laughs> Those things are like way way worse. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sad, but like I don't think it negates the experience I had playing that game, and I had a lot of fun. So, you know, if I go back and play the game again, now it's time to learn what other new broken weapons there are, because I guarantee something is still broken. <laughs> There's yeah. too many things to not be, right? That's like, I'm sure in Baldur's Gate, right? Like, there's so many spells, eventually you're going to find the combo. Yeah, and I mean, Baldur's Gate is an interesting example because it's hues so closely to the 5th edition rules that, like, anything that's broken in 5th edition D&D very good in this game right <laughs> and like you know and the game also has stuff that doesn't exist i mean I'm, maybe i'm not fully aware of everything that exists in fifth edition D, but like some of these feats that you take just like straight up give you plus a bonus to your statistics like your your ability scores which is not something i'm aware of that existing in regular straight D. it's like i take a feat that gives me you know an extra attack per round Okay, and it also gives you plus one strength. What? <laughs> okay, <laughs> like I'm not gonna say no. Or th there's a feat that's just straight up like increase two of your ability scores, like one one point each. Yeah, that seems that. really strong. Yeah, okay, I, yeah. I want it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know, I, I, at the end of the day, it's a game, right? And they put this stuff in there to make it fun. So yeah, yeah. You know, if if they decided the shotguns were not fun. Uh, and they nerfed them, uh, and they really did nerf them. I, th it's I just want to be clear. It's very interesting to come from the physical media era. You got something and you held it, right? And that thing was immutable. It could not be changed unless you changed it or you took it to get changed, right? I mean, I want to even point out that, that me the things you think of as physical media, right? Like you bought a CD, right? Oh, yeah, VHS tape. The, the the album you bought from that artist now gets patched in the back end of some music service without you knowing ever right yeah i mean there were definitely some yeah. artists in the last couple of years that used words in their songs was, and then had them taken out there was a whole thing like when kanye released some album this is years ago right like and he's like oh i'm a fix wolves and then re-uploads a new version of that track that's just completely different from the old one it's just like oh that's just a different song now I forgot. About so, that. you know, like this is stuff that happens and it's just a, you know, media study and media criticism and, you know, engagement with art media. Yeah. You have to say to when you reviewed something, right? Like I reviewed totally. this at patch, whatever on this date. <laughs> it's an interesting thought too, because, you know, you, uh, I know bringing this back around to video games, you know, we grew up in the era of like video game reviews how useful is a review in a world where the game changes after the review is done? 
So I think that going along with that, JJ, is that the content and the nature of reviews has had to change. And it has. You're fully right. Totally, Michael. Yeah. I like, you know, when you, you know, it, like Andrew, when mm-hmm. we were, you know, it, younger and World of Warcraft came out, there were reviews of World of Warcraft. What does that even mean in the year of our Lord, 2023? <laughs> like, if you could find any coverage of World of Warcraft that isn't just a repost of the news put out by Blizzard. These days, of course. There's, yeah, not, but there's like, nothing, they're, they're, right? Because like, there's too much going on in that game. Well, and there must be people talking about it on forums or websites or whatever, but they're not, you know, those are people in it doing it being a part of the game yeah i mean i hardly hear news viewing about it as an object right i hardly hear news about final fantasy 14 but i know that community is still going very very strong it's just things have refracturized that's not a word i just made it up but it, it it does convey the meaning though right i think it's very interesting you know to it, i would wonder how anyone could be a media critic in this world like i i don't understand how you could what is video like what what would a video game review in 2023 even tell you like i i don't know i don't know i mean i don't look at reviews because years years ago we talked about this we talked about this where it was like what what do you and i think i had brought up the point like what do you gain from any of the reviews like it's it's good or it's unplayable. Those are the two options they have now in a review. Right? Like why kind give of, yeah. what's the difference yeah. between a 7, 8 and a 9? At people's perf- personal preference. Below a 7 is oh, it's got too many bugs to play. It and I think that the personal preference is really the end of the the end of the line, right? You're just like find some people whose preferences align with yours, see yeah. if one of them plays it and then be like, "Okay, they liked it, maybe I would like it." Right. It's like, oh, the game wasn't on fire and they were able to play it. So it must be okay. (laughs) Like like, as consumer advice, we're so like there's no you can't have an objective source when the thing as it is, they release a patch the next day and all of a sudden the review doesn't matter anymore. Like. Whoops. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I really, really tough. I think it's not a stretch to say that this conversation actually i think is connected to michael's experience in finishing the witcher because okay okay because i think if they had a chance to go back and do it again this is not the season of the witcher they would have made i'm just throwing my opinion out there straight up i'm not gonna bandy about and be like what'd you think what'd you think of this what'd you think i think that very little bit of the time do I stand up anymore and be like, this wasn't good. It's because most of the time, whatever, it's your opinion. You can like something that I don't like. It wasn't good. It just was not a complete version of anything resembling television. It certainly felt very disjointed to me in ways where it clearly was not meant to. Right. Like I and maybe I, Michael, please chime in if you have you, a, you opinion, finishing but. the most recently, Michael, makes you the authority here. We're going to have to lean I on mean, you. So to me, I would say that it definitely feels like there is a real hard tonal shift right between the first 
four and a half episodes and the last three and a half episodes. You mean the time wasting until they got to the only three episodes they intended to make? Well, I mean, the first, yeah, the first four episodes are, I hope you like politics. They're not even, yeah. The last three episodes are, and here's what you came to see. The first three, the first four episodes are like, we sold someone a Game of Thrones, so we have to try and do a Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. And then the last four episodes are now it's season eight. We have to finish the thing. Oh, God, we don't know what to do. <laughs> you know, what, put Andy, it- you know what? I was going to make an analogy for you to something else that, that I know we've talked about before. It mm-hmm. felt like some of those middle episodes of the X-Files reboot. Oh, my God. Where they just didn't know what to do. They had a bunch yeah. of extra ideas and they're like, where do we put these extra X-Files ideas? And right they had in the some, middle. They had some great stuff and a couple of great episodes, but they were just sort of like, you know, scattered in there amongst all the dreck. Let me put it a different way. And then maybe you guys will see what I mean about how disappointing this this show has been. I really laid off of it compared to the internet. I thought it was more than good for a while, even after people were complaining about it. But that is the last you get to see of Henry Cavill playing The Witcher. That's it. The yep. one the one scene was satisfying, but as a season, yeah, it 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 leaves you feeling like uh like they did him dirty. What a way to and go out. Like, I would like patch happy. that if I could. <laughs> it wasn't even a full season. When you get to the end, you're like, really? We're we're in the middle of the thing that we started at the beginning of this and we just stopped. Right? I I D- understand <laughs> some of the complaints you heard from Henry Cavill's camp in the post breakup of this, right? Yeah. Where he was like they clearly weren't treating the you know the the world and the lore with respect or whatever like you know, who knows what happened behind the scenes or any of that. But like, definitely you can see that his character, the character of Geralt was kind of disrespected in this season. I think more than that, the, the thing that we talked about recently when I was watching the silo, um, and I said, adaptations are now so good at understanding the differences between medium that like when they make a change, it's one of those things where most of the time it's probably, you're probably better off. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know the source material of this, so I can't say how close they were or not. I, I, I don't, I'm not an expert on it, so I don't want to weigh too heavily into whether or not the adaptation part of it was good. I will lay into when you design a season of a show it's not a cliffhanger to just not finish in time. Right. The whole like series with a group of people at the end and we're not quite certain what's going on. And like Geralt spent how many episodes lying in a bed for no reason after being missed for multiple episodes at the beginning, basically because he had nothing to do. While the politics is what happened, we're happening. And then he gets injured in the dumbest way possible. Fighting a yeah, fight, he, he, you know, he can't win and he knows he, like his character would know he couldn't win. 
in the middle of every character deciding to do things that doesn't make any sense after deciding to do something, you know, like let's all run away while everyone covers us. Now that we've run away, everyone returned to what you were doing beforehand. So they all, there was no point in what we did. We just wasted time for a larger fight scene is what we've done. And then we're going to injure the character and have him lie down for two episodes for no like gain. It, there was no coherent thesis to what they were building towards. And you could tell on the way there. And then when they got there, it ends with no conclusion. Not even a cliffhanger conclusion. No conclusion. And that, to me, is one of those instances of, wow, uh, I could see someone going back and re-editing this. It feels a bit like a rough draft of a seasoned script, right? Like they did, they took one one draft at it, and then the writers were like, "Ah, eh, we could we could fix this and punch it up in a few places." And they're like, "We're filming this. Goodbye." Yeah. Well, I don't know, mm-hmm. Michael. I mean, you you you've you've got the authority, man. You you were the closest to the end here. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you you just kind of reach the end, and you're left kind of of feeling uh, that's it. I felt like the meme of uh, the meme of John Travolta from uh, Pulp Fiction, just sort of looking around. What? Oh, this is what um, we're doing with the elves after after all that, or oh, yeah. this is this is what we're like. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of there was a lot of curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I don't know how if they were writing a Game of Thrones thing that uh uh what's his name is still alive Dijkstra is still <laughs> it's just so silly whatever we're writing here we need Dijkstra because for reasons we need Dijkstra for because reasons. he's a character you recognize we're killing Geralt only sort of kind of by changing <laughs> the actor so we need some continuity yeah boy what a mess. We'll see where they pick it back up. Do you think they'll go straight to it? Or will they give a time jump in order to accommodate changing actors somehow? No, I think I think they have, with where they left the story, I think they have to get into it. I think this is the more important question. Who's going to watch it of the three of us? This I'll give it now, a shot. This is now a fair question. I'll I'll take that one for the team if it comes to it. <laughs> I think, you know, we were just poo-pooing media reviews. I don't know that this is really a review, like us talking about it here, because I'm not an expert on um, No, I don't think we're claiming to review and produce an opinion here. We're talking about the show. Yeah, but but a a well-researched version of this discussion might be considered a review and might be useful to people, but again, it's... Research. months later and it's what eight hours of somebody's life they're probably just going to watch it if they're interested it almost seems like even in this instance a review would a review have stopped you from watching it michael would me talk when when I, we made comments earlier on and i was like you guys need to finish it because wait till then you know when it just that's your my last view of henry cavill is walking off into the distance in a half finished season that was my opinion, no. and I didn't want to give it to you because 
that's not really a review, but would would a review similar to that, a well-researched, stopped you from watching it? Because I don't know if it would have for me. No, probably not. Yeah, I mean, I was already invested in the story, so I probably would have ended up watching it anyway, right? And then I would have been equally upset at the end. So I guess I would have expected the bad thing coming and just been waiting for the other shoe to drop the whole time, which I don't know (laughs) if that's better. Yeah. Yeah, We're in a real weird spot with media, huh? Yeah, I mean, like, you know, uh, um, Andy, and I think this is another, you know, uh, place to go. What if the next season of Stranger Things we all learned was awful and like unwatchably bad. I'd still watch it. Right? There you go. You got to see how, already, they, how they wrap it up. Yeah. Well, but Although so at that I point, mean, did we it, all watch season eight game? of Game of Thrones, which is like legendarily awful? No. Yeah, I, I did. Oh, okay. Michael, you know, did you see any Game of Thrones? No. Okay. You're good. Just read the books. Uh, you're good. Yeah, I mean, or or don't read the books. Maybe read the first don't three books. Don't read the books. Yeah, <laughs> first three books are real good. How to what a bait and switch, huh? I think this is a call to action moment, and we should have people email us some sort of thoughts, but I don't know which ones. You sort through Let that. Start by start by letting us know if you're going to watch the next season of The Witcher. How's that? I like that idea. And then maybe uh-huh. and maybe a why or a why not. Yeah, it, you, we're not going to uh, attack your opinion either way. I think it's valid. I just couldn't believe the ending. I couldn't believe after all that. Yeah, I, really, it, and the more you say, Andy, I'm like thinking about Game of Thrones it is sounding like season eight. Did they season eight this, but it only took them three seasons? It really is, right? Like season eight of Game of Thrones was super long to a buildup of and it's over and it's not over in a way that we finished it out. And it made, like and it, ended, it just sort of cut around to different vignettes explaining how it ended. And end in a way that no one was happy, right? And I don't care are. if I'm happy, right? Like, if uh, the okay. care- happy is that, but like, no one was satisfied with the results, right? No, I don't think any fans watching that show were like, yes, this was an ending I can be behind, even if it means, you know, all the characters die or whatever. I think you right? could be behind the exact same characters being in the spots they were with a lot more care and time presented at the end instead of the middle. Or the beginning, right? Like, if you don't just have a dude in a cell be like, oh, that that's what happened? Oh, okay. And then walking away. It's the same, like, I, this is this is what I'm watching. I'm watching two episodes of Henry Cavill lay in a bed with broken legs. As I know that he's walking off this set at the end of this. This is what we decided to spend our time on. And then, oh, uh, magic healing powers that he's refused this whole time. Heal him in four seconds, and he's back to killing everybody in sight. No problem. Just pacing and story control are are not... Yeah, Game of Thrones Season 8. Yeah, same problem. Are you going to watch The Witcher was Michael's idea. <laughs> so, now we need to know. I, yeah, let us know. Yeah, if you're out there... It, are they even going to make season four after all of this? Like, ugh. it's already lined up, isn't it? Is it? I guess everything's uh, been on strike for so long that I don't know where anything is anymore. So. Oh, good point. Yeah, I wonder. 
I, I mean, they haven't filmed it, so 